It is time once again for y'all's favorite hour of the week. It is the Tan and J-Man show live on the ISC Sports Network. I'm the J-Man. Sitting next to me is the Tan Man Tanner. How you doing tonight there, Tito? Pretty good, J-Man. Pretty good. It's uh, We are in the middle of October. Hard to believe. 20, 2023 is winding down. I was just uh, looking at college football. I'm like, there's only five games left. Yeah. Where, where yeah, did that we- go? We are over the halfway point now, yeah. uh, or I guess we have been over the last week would have been over the halfway point for most mm-hmm. teams. So I think we can definitely start getting that conversation of pretenders and contenders. Because mm-hmm. if we uh, if we don't know them by now, we uh, we're gonna get fooled, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, but no, doing good, doing good. Um, you, you're not a soup guy, are you? I hate soup. You're not a soup guy. Yeah. Well. You're missing out, man. It's soup season's definitely here. It is. It's here, here year year round for me, but it is it is definitely here, especially at the uh, place that you're going to be doing ad read here here in a little yeah. bit for flavored water. Not my thing. Flavored water. <laughs> Never heard it described to that, but all right. With, each their own. Yeah, yeah. To each their own. But I I brought some birdie or bogey trivia with me tonight like we always do one of us you are four strokes up now since i am awful and i missed the question last week pretty straightforward question for you in the nfl history in the history of the nfl who has thrown the most three interception games oh that's a good question three or more i should say but at least three yeah the most three or more interception games Mm -hmm. in nfl history Mm -hmm. one guy pops into mind Immediately. Um, I bet I know who that guy is, too. Which tells me it's not him. Could uh, be. Or you're throwing me off. You're doing uh, what you always accuse me of doing. Um, but uh, Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Arlington Public House. Arlington Public House has upscale cuisine and cocktails with a casual atmosphere located in Rochester, Indiana. Over the weekend, they had spicy lobster penne, seasoned penne pasta topped with a house-made lobster marinara with just a touch of heat, butter-poached lobster claws, and lemon zest with fresh basil, served with garlic toast. Yeah, I was mad I missed that one. I hope they have that again because that sounds right up my alley. But I like seafood, especially lobster. Yeah, and you like pasta quite a bit. Love myself some pasta, so that's right up my alley right there. But as always on Monday nights, $2 whole smoked wings and $1 off domestic brewskis at Arlington Public House, located 703 Main Street in Rochester, Indiana. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, well, baseball is still going on. We know the conference championship series now. It's definitely not what I predicted. Yeah. um, I mean, Diamondbacks destroyed. Uh, the uh, L.A. Dodgers, and you start looking at the Dodgers, maybe it's time to uh, do a little bit of a shake-up there. Um, I mean, they've had this unbelievable run of success the past 10 years or so. Uh, One World Series, and that World Series happened during the 60-game COVID year, Uh, so there's no guarantee they would have won it in a normal season. Uh, But they're done. Braves, after having the greatest offense ever, goes completely quiet against the Philadelphia Phillies, and I have not heard them stop whining about the playoff format. This long layoff is the reason why they lost all of that. Well, you, you look at it back uh, previously before they did the seven uh, team uh, playoffs. Um, the division winners would have to wait 
five days anyway, for the most part. I mean, you look at it, but I always bring it back to 2016 with the Cubs. Cubs played Sunday. Then they had to wait until Friday night at like 9 o'clock Eastern time uh, for their first playoff game against the Giants, and they ended up winning um, that game. So it's it's ju- it's just an excuse as to why they uh, didn't get it done. But the Phillies are absolutely on fire, as are the Texas Rangers, who are currently up on the Houston Astros. One game to nothing, and they're up tonight already, 5-2 to two in the sixth inning last time I checked right before the show. So they have a chance to steal the first two uh, there in Houston, which would be huge. Um, the Astros have been to seven straight championship series, league championship series, uh, which that actually brings me to my word association here already. Not going to that early. Um, the last time the Astros were not in the league championship series was 2016. So I took three players from each of the four teams that were in it in 2016. And uh, just first thought that pops into your mind, starting with the Cubs with Ben Zobrist. MVP or the team MVP, I would say, around that World Series championship team. Without him, they don't get it done. Um, that's when I think of Ben Zobris, I'm going to think to think of him as a Cub. He played for other teams longer, but I don't think he was more vital to any team than that yeah. Cubs team. Yeah, obviously, he won the uh, World Series MVP. Played right. everywhere. Um, he he played every single position with the Cubs except catcher, I believe. And wow. in fact, his final career game, he has struck out Yadier Molina. On the I was going to say, he pitched a game. <laughs> um, David Ross. Um, jury's still out for uh, him as far as the manager is concerned, but another big part of that World Series team, he just kind of fit in perfectly mm-hmm. with that roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, big year for him next year, I would say, oh, as, yeah. a, as the manager of the Cubs. Yeah, he is uh, on the hottest of seats, I would say, heading into next year. Uh, Christopher Bryant. Kind of what could have been if he stayed healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, still in the league, playing for the Colorado Rockies, but he just gets hurt so much year in, year out, and and um, just hadn't been the same ever since he got hit in the face yeah. with the ball. His best three years of his career were his first three years of his career. Yeah. Um, and I'll even take it further than that. I mean, he, he kind of recovered from getting hit in the face. Um, he had a pretty good year that year, but he slid head first into first base, messed up his shoulder. And, uh, yeah, I don't think he's been the same definitely since then. Yeah. I'm sure psychologically getting in, hit in the face. Sure. Too, but sure. Um, for whatever reason, he has to not be banged up at all. Can't have a bumper bruise on him. Well, that swing's just not going to work. I, I, yeah. I've i never seen a player like that. It, He's it cashing in the checks, though, right yeah. now, so yeah, he, good yeah, for him. He got paid. Uh, the L.A. Dodgers, Adrian Gonzalez. Oh, man. I haven't thought about him for a while, but pretty <laughs> solid player wherever he was. I, I think of him as a Red Sox right away. Really? Yeah, I do, really? just because, I don't know, I guess being a Yankee fan. But um, no, he's pretty yeah. solid everywhere he went. Yeah, uh, I just – I mean, he was with the Padres and Dodgers the longest. Mm. I think of him more as a Padre because he was a Cub killer. He just yeah, opposite field home run. There was a series that felt like he had 10 homers against the Cubs back in like 2009, <laughs> 2010, something like that. Uh, Clayton Kershaw. Oh, one of the best pitchers of all time until he gets into the postseason. Yeah. Hey, we uh, talked about it last week. I don't know. It's just all – it's got to be all between the ears. But, hey, that's a big part of sports. Yeah, so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Corey Seager. Another solid piece of those Dodger teams. Um, and it's interesting when we talk about the Dodgers. Yes, they've had a great run, but yet 
only one World Series yeah. out of all that. So, yeah, Seager, if it were not for Shohei Otani, which I think Seager has a chance to actually win the MVP uh, in the American League. If it were not for Shohei Otani, I think Seager would be the unanimous MVP there yeah. in the American League this year. Uh, moving on to the, uh, at the time, Cleveland Indians, now the Cleveland Guardians, uh, Francisco Lindor. Francisco Lindor, yeah, fun name to say. Um, <laughs> another guy that's been solid um, at different places. But, man, this is going to be tricky because I don't even know if I can name you three Indians from 2016. So It, it was tough. I chose three <laughs> guys I thought you would be able to yeah. uh, name. Uh, the yeah. second guy here, Corey Kluber. Oh, yeah, Kluber. Um was dominant as position for uh, for a for a pitcher for where, where's he where's he at now he had a horrendous year with the red Sox, and i bet he's okay. probably done he's probably okay. 35 36 now yeah yeah i know he bounced around a little bit so i wasn't sure where he was now but yeah he was at the time he was arguably the best in the game yeah. uh last one here andrew miller oh uh yeah he was a good yankee for yeah, a while very uh, good. middle reliever and then uh setup man i should say and then, uh, yeah, became an Indian, was good there. And is he still in the league? I don't think so. He yeah. was with the Cardinals last I knew, yeah, but I don't but think he, he was there. He had about year. a four-year stretch there. He was he was he really, was, really good. Yeah, dominant. I all, I could have put Rajay Davis, cause, <clears throat> but. I just too, would have said the home run, so. Yeah. Too too painful. Uh, <laughs> Toronto Blue Jays here. You, sh- you will know all three of these guys. Russell Martin. Russell Martin, uh, Yankee. Uh, he was uh, Indian, I think, at one time. He was a pirate. Um, Blue Jay, of course. He played forever, um, yeah. but sneaky, powerful once in a while. Yeah. Uh, Troy Tulowitzki. Oh, Tulo, another guy who got hurt all the time. Yeah. But um, he was part of some winning Rocky teams. Not too many Rockies can say <laughs> yeah. that. So big, big Dolphins fan too. Yes. Even though he grew up in California, uh, which I grew up in Indiana. So I can yeah. say. Uh, last one here for word association, Jose Bautista. Oh, Joey Bats, either the bat flip or the punch, either one. Yeah, he, he was pretty. Uh, he was pretty notable. Um, yeah, yeah. The the bat flip led to the punch, so they're kind of connected. <laughs> but man, for a couple of years, he was he was uh, one of the studs in baseball. Yeah, for a couple of years there, and I think he still follows me on Twitter. He did one of those things; he followed everybody. Yeah, but too. for a while, I was like, I think he's my most famous Twitter follower. He probably still is. I don't know. I haven't checked if, on that in a while. If he's still on Twitter. Yeah, if he's still well. Let's be honest. He wasn't managing his own Twitter in the first place, but that's, that's okay. Good point. Um, Sam Madison, who was a former Miami Dolphin, mm-hmm. back. he followed me on Twitter for the longest time. Um, I haven't been on there recently, but he is the Dolphins defensive backs coach, and I ripped them quite a bit last year. <laughs> I, imagine, I imagine he no longer follows me uh, if, if he were to follow me. But Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's a good list, Jay, man. Good list. And that's the Word Association segment, which is brought to you by Like It Is Every Week, Performer Print 2 Promo Group. We're getting towards that end of the year, like we said. So if you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource, trade show for a trip. Okay, let me start. Trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or a sales meeting at the end of the year in 2023 or in 2024. Performer Print 2 Promo Group has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one source print and promotional company today by giving Barbara Van Weinsberg a call at 574-210-3815. So they do anything from pens and pencils to um, display tents 
um, anything you want for a display, uh, any, prom- any promotional item, pretty much. I mean, it's kind of speaks for itself. So, um, get on their website or give her, give Barbara a call and check out what they got. Who you got in these series? Uh, Rangers. Cause I just don't want, I don't want the Astros to win. And if the Rangers can hold on, they're up five to three in the seventh. Uh, they'll go up two games and nothing already. So, and you know, I'm going to take the Phillies. Yeah. Um, this will be the J man's book of prediction of the week. Knocking these segments out early or knocking these sponsor reads out early. Um, I, th- I, I think it will be, I mean, the Rangers have not lost in the postseason. They have a six game win streak already. Uh, in the postseason. It's just amazing with their, the, the statistic you shared before the postseason that like their, their, how bad their relief was. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. We almost had an Aroldis Chapman in Houston sort of moment last night. He gave up a uh, he walked a guy and then gave up a bomb that was literally just right of the Crawford boxes, and it was caught at oh the my wall, gosh. or it would have been a tie game. Uh, so we almost had another Aroldis in um, Houston moment. But uh, give me the uh, Rangers and then Phillies. Uh, I agree. Rangers have not won a World Series no. ever, um, and they haven't been since the David Freeze 2011. Uh, thing and the Phillies obviously went last year, uh, and they have not won since 2008. But they are playing some very good baseball as well with Harper and Castellanos, who had four homers over the final two games. But I can't uh, believe he's the first person in MLB history oh. to hit multi home runs back to back playoff games. I mean, just for how long baseball's been yeah. around, that's incredible. They, that was the first time he'd ever done it in his career. So to do it in that, uh, yeah. on that stage is pretty incredible. J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for Life Home Auto Business Renters, Workers Comp, and Farm Insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. Well, uh, you want to just knock out another sponsor read and do the On This Day segment before we get into talking about a bunch of football? Um, I'm just pulling this up for the first time. So let's talk about sporting events that have happened on October 16th. Um, a lot of old World Series stuff. Um, a lot of boxing stuff. Come on, give me a good one here. Did you tune into any of the, uh, was it Jake Paul or Logan Paul fight over the... Uh, that was Logan Paul. Was it Logan? The part-time WWE superstar. Yeah, I had... He, I've never seen this. For one, I heard it. I did not tune in, but I heard it was an awful fight. I heard he demolished the guy, and the guy pretty much stood there with his hands in front of his yeah. face the whole time. But after the fight, he, because he's, he's going back to the WWE now for a little bit because they got a big show coming up in November, he calls out a wrestler and challenges him for a title. I've never seen an actual combat sport call out somebody for a work sport. Huh. I've never seen such a thing. But hey, what? He probably yeah uh, would get some viewers that way. So yeah. famous uh, famous YouTubers turn professional uh, boxers. Yeah, their their competitions are nothing. But yeah. um, he is a freak athlete in the WWE ring, though. I'll give him that. He is very yeah. athletic. So uh, on this day, nineteen sixty two, the Yankees won their twentieth championship, beating the San Francisco Giants one zero at Candlestick Park for four games of three series victory. Who was the MVP for the Yankees? 62. Was that Mickey Mantle? Ralph Terry. Never heard Pitcher of Ralph Terry. Well, you started kind of with an R. I was like, oh my gosh, he's well, going to get I this. I almost said Roger Maris. But... <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, 
On this day, 1968, Americans Tommy Smith and John Carlos famously give the Black Power salute on the 200-meter medal podium during the Mexico City Olympics to protest racism and injustice against African Americans. That's got to be one of the more powerful images throughout sports history, right? Yeah, I would say. Those guys in the 68 Olympics. On this day, 1968, as well, the Milwaukee Bucks played their first game. They lost to the Bulls, 89-84. Also on this day, 1969, the 100-1 shot New York Mets beat the Baltimore Orioles 5-3 at Shea Stadium for an upset 4-1 series win. Did you know the Cubs had a nine-game lead entering September and that black cat ran across the field? (laughs) uh, I did. I did. I did. Hard to believe. Santo, Billy Williams... And Ernie Banks did not play in the postseason at all together. On this day in 1985, who won the American League Championship Series and the National League Championship Series? 85. Both won on the same day. That was a year before the Red Sox Mets. Um, was that Royals Cardinals? It was Royals Cardinals. Royals beat the Blue Jays four games of three. Cardinals beat the Dodgers four games of two. Yeah, it was a um, that World Series ended up being one of the more infamous blown calls there at first base. That uh, I believe it helped the Royals out because uh, Royals won that series. I believe. I think. Hey, Mike Mike Tyson in the news actually for something really not not negative. He he beat he won a fight in eighteen eighty seven. You sure it um, wasn't against his girlfriend or something? Yeah, yeah, I actually am, but. But it's so long, I'm not going to read it. But on this day, 1988, Oral Hershiser became the first to pitch a shutout in the playoffs and World Series. Yeah. He was a a bulldog. I had his autograph somewhere years ago. I saw him at a Tampa Bay, at that time, Devil Rays Rangers spring training game. He was in the front office for one of those teams. I think the Rangers. And, yeah, my my dad who knew he was, I didn't. I was like in fifth grade. So I got his autograph. I got his autograph and Toby Hall. Remember him? The catcher for the Devil Rays. I remember going to a Devil Rays game back in Tropicana Field there in about 2006 and Toby Hall hit a homer. I remember. <laughs> Probably one of Tampa- his 50 career home runs. It was Tampa Bay Rays, Devil Rays versus the Kansas City Royals. Um, <laughs> it was buy a ticket, get one free. I've never seen a sporting event ever advertised that. There four, four of us got in for, I think, 28 bucks. Miami, Florida did a few weeks ago. Yeah, no one, no one shows up to the U. They did a buy one get one free. They were ranked football. Team. They, they need to build their own stadium. Is what they need to do. Uh, That's crazy. That's embarrassing. Yeah. My canes. Uh, on this day, two thousand, who won the National League championship? New York Mets. Mets beat the Cardinals four games to one. Could not on, this, on this day, two thousand three, who won the American League championship? New York Yankees. Yankees beat the Red Sox four games to three. On this day in 2005, who won the American League Championship? Chicago White Sox. White Sox beat the Angels four games to one. Uh, a few more here. On this day in 2011, who won the National League? St. Louis Cardinals. Cardinals beat the Brewers four games to two. I could not have told that, you the Brewers was, were there. That was my hell. <laughs> On this day in 2014, who won the National League Championship? That'd be the Giants, even year. Gi- yeah, Giants over to Cardinals four games to one. Uh, here's an impressive one. On his day in 2016, Ed Whitlock, 85, became the oldest person to compete a marathon under four hours at the Toronto Waterfront Marathon. He completed it in three hours and 56 minutes. 
The Chicago Marathon was last weekend, like October 8th, and mm-hmm. I would probably just be finishing up right around, right about now. <laughs> yeah, there's no – I I couldn't even oh, – I can't – I couldn't run anything right no. now. Nothing. You're going to walk it. 26 miles, are you kidding me? <laughs> you could. This might take you a little while. Yeah, as I'm saying, it would take me a week. Uh, that is the On This Day segment brought to you by Moody Woodcrafts. Moody Woodcrafts is a veteran owned and, on, owned and operated. I cannot talk or read tonight. <laughs> Moody Woodcrafts is a veteran owned and operated woodcraft shop based out of Texas with Indiana grassroots. They provide 100% hand-cut custom designs to fit your needs, and their pieces are a great addition to any home, office, or man cave. You can see some of their recently completed projects by visiting them on Instagram or Facebook at Mooney Woodcrafts is their handle on those. And if you let them know the Tan and J-Man show sent you, you get 15% off your order. So, like I said last week, it's not too early to start thinking about Christmas. Christmas is almost just two months away. So it'd make that perfect present for the sports fan in your family. So get those signed orders in. What football you want to talk? Let's talk NFL this week first. Right. I feel like we always do college first. Let's do let's do National Football League All first right. this week. Three winners, three losers. I think I start with the winners yes, and start with you the do. losers. Yep. Um my first winner, the New York Jets. J E T S Jets, yeah. Jets, Jets, man. Um the undefeateds are done already in week six, which is yeah, that didn't take long. Um, that was one of the more unlikely upsets I can remember, and it was mainly helped. I mean, I Robert Sala is a heck of a defensive coach, and his defenses are good, but uh, that was especially bad performance by Jalen Hurts yesterday. Yeah, it wasn't his best. Um, three interceptions, they were minus four on the turnovers as a team. Um, all, all they really had to do, I mean, if they get a first down, they win. Um, if it's an incompletion, you think Zach Wilson's going to get them in field goal range? Probably not. Probably not. So all you had to do was not throw an interception. He threw it to uh, a lion eye. Tony Adams ran it back to about the eight or so. Uh, heck of a win. Aaron Rodgers starting to throw already. I'm very skeptical he'll be back by the end of the year. Yeah. But who knows? Um, they I wouldn't push you to fire him. You tried to do that, and you come back too early. You blow it out. You're done for your career. Especially so. at 39 years old, 40 right. years old, whatever right. he is, too. But, uh, but I got to give them props. They're 3-3. Three and three. They're hanging tough. They they take on the identity of their coach. They, yeah. uh, def- they're not winning by yeah. their offense, but they're winning by their tough-nosed defense. They they do have a good running game. Mm-hmm. Um, and as long as Wilson doesn't go out there and hurt them, they have a chance. Yeah. Defense will keep them- I mean, you look at the quarterbacks they've shut down. They've shot down Mahomes. For the most part, shut down Josh Allen. Now Jalen Hurts. Um, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Russell wasn't that deserved to be in that conversation. So I was wasn't, glad you wasn't gonna was, put him in there. I was glad you glad you didn't mention him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my winners, Cleveland Browns. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. uh, they beat what, in my opinion, still I know they had some injuries yesterday. So in my opinion, still is the best team in football. San Francisco 49ers. I mean they. It was thanks to a uh, missed kick by Mooney of the. You know who doesn't Mooney miss that of, kick? Robbie Gold. He doesn't. Who's sitting but, on the couch? Yeah, kid is a rookie. Uh, it was his first career miss in the NFL. I bet he makes it next time. Um, he, he missed a field goal earlier in that game. Oh, he did. Oh, was, I did not know it that. It was a fifty-five yarder. Okay. Sure. Okay. But uh, he was nails up Michigan, high draft pick. Yeah. I think he'll still be pretty good. But, uh, yeah, banged they got uh, banged up uh, Chris McCaffrey, who I think right now would be the MVP of the league. Nah. Uh, 
All right. <laughs> You're probably right, but uh, he is pretty incredible. Yes. And then Debo D- Samuel, Samuel. Yeah, my MVP comment was probably. I'm talking about Raheem Mostert if I'm talking. I, I, I forgot about your Dolphins, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, um, good win for the Browns. Another team is yep. three and three. I mean, they're or three and are they three and two? I think they're three and they're two. Three and two. They already yeah, and then they got the Colts this week. So uh, without yeah. Deshaun Watson, I'm getting it done. That <laughs> might be for the best. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as, as far as the Browns go, um, Brock Purdy played the worst game of his career so far. It's first loss. Um, the week I started my fantasy, but I still yeah. won my matchups. So. Um, he he was bad, and I know they had injuries, but again, the Browns were without Watson there, without Nick. Jones. They got a good defense. Oh man, that defense is great. Um, Jim Swartz is going to get some Jim head Schwartz coach calls. Our buddy yeah. Evan Webb's favorite coach. <laughs> he 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 wasn't a bad head coach with the Lions. No, he wasn't. So but, uh, great defense of mine, Miles Garrett's. Uh, oh my gosh. Um, yeah, that's good for the Browns. Yeah, they uh, and I like those all white uniforms. I thought those were slick yeah, looking yesterday. Um, Detroit Lions going into Tampa and taking care of business. Um, Jared Goff, unbelievable year so far, and he's he's been great. He had a good year last year. Yeah, I mean, week nine last that year. That trade worked out for both sides. Yeah. It, oh, yeah, it did. I mean, Rams got their Super Bowl, and now yep. Goff's got the Lions in, in – uh, uh, Playing good football. I mean, football, yeah. 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 But, yeah, uh, their offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, should be the Bears' number one priority for head coach. Yep, he uh, he uh, got interviewed by the Colts, I believe. Did he? But they, well, they interviewed the whole league, remember? Oh, that's uh, right. Took them uh, two months to get their search done. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to go with the Houston Texans mm-hmm. uh, winning at home against New Orleans Saints, and they are a surprise with D'Amico Ryan's first-year head coach is doing with a rookie quarterback leading this team that we were saying, ah, this team's going two to three games at the most, but they're already there. Um, pretty impressive. They're, they're ahead of schedule right now. Yeah, it's incredible what he's doing with that roster. Um, that that defense, he knew D'Amico Rides would have a good sure. defense. He did in San Fran. Um, but C.J. Stroud, he did throw his first career interception. But, man, he's looking like the guy who should have been the number one overall yep. pick. Which uh, reports out of Carolina, Frank Reich wanted him real bad, but the owner did not. So. Yeah, and Frank Reich coming out to say that, you might get yourself fired pretty quick there if you're not careful. He, yeah, he he's not the one that said it, but uh, yeah, that's it's getting ugly there. He's he's already given up play calling duties. Yeah, Carolina, yeah, but, uh, yeah. Your oh, next he, winner he went Houston, Texas. Yep, yep. Um, Washington Commanders. I'll yep. throw them in there. Good yep. road win. Uh, that's Desmond Ritter's first career home loss ever. That's crazy, um, isn't college, it? College, NFL. Yeah, he's he's bad. <laughs> he's not good. Because uh, I, I think that roster is pretty good there, too. Yeah, if I'm the Falcons, I'm picking up my phone. I know they said they're not going to get rid of him, but I would call Minnesota, see if yeah. Kirk Cousins is available. If, if Chicago wants to move on from fields, I would call Chicago yeah. at the end of the year. Because um, yeah. I think they're a quarterback away. And, and that would make some sense. Fields is from Georgia. Maybe that makes sense there. Yeah, know. and then man, you add Fields or like a Lamar Jackson too, if they were to have trade for him last yeah. year. Um, to Bijan Robinson, Tyler Algier, man, that they'd be three hundred yards rushing a game. Be impressive. My last winner, I'm gonna go with the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, seems like they're kind of starting to yeah rolling the form a little bit now. Uh, Burrow's starting to play better. I mean, wasn't the prettiest of wins, but that's a decent Seahawk team. They beat yesterday. Um, so yeah, they're uh, they're starting to get back on pace in a division that I still think is theirs to lose. I agree with you. 
Yeah, I don't think that's a great division by any stretch. Baltimore's okay, but... Yeah, they're fine. I, I don't see the Browns keeping this up, and Steelers, I think, are the worst team in that division. So <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, was Did you do three already? Yeah, I did three. Yeah, you, you left. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, losers, um, I mean, uh, two of them are kind of obvious, but I'll, I'll let you take one of those if you want. So, I'm going to start with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And just because it lost, it helped lose me our pick them. And then I was, I'm in a fantasy pick them as well. And I was winning going into that game. And I was the only person to pick the Buccaneers. And everybody else picked the Lions. And I got passed pretty quickly. So, I don't know. I just thought, you know, big home game wearing the cream sickles, which I still love those uniforms. They're pretty sharp. And they just uh, just couldn't get it done. They couldn't even really get close. Every time they got within a score, then the uh, Lions came back and punched them in the mouth. So. I think the AFC or AFC, the NFC South, the worst division in football. Yeah. We've said that um, a lot over the years. Yeah, which brings me to my first loser, the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Um, the New Orleans Saints are Derek Carr. Mediocre, five hundred. He's he's never gonna get you too far. He'll get you. In contention, um, but you can't lose. I, I know Houston's better, uh, but if, if you really wanted to be serious about winning that division, which they still could because that division's bad, you can't lose to a Houston Texan team. And I've always liked Derek Carr. It was just on the down low for many years since he was a Raider, and I wasn't going to admit I like a Raider quarterback especially. Uh, <laughs> but but I really keep, I keep waiting for him to take the Saints, just take control, win them games. And you're right, it's just not happening. It's just uh, not yeah, happening. He's, he's 32 years old. He is who he is. I don't think And, and I don't think Jameis is going to make it happen either. So, yeah. yep, yep. Another one of my losers, the New England Patriots. <laughs> I think they are the worst team in the NFL. Really? Um, I just don't think they're good. Oh, Panthers, yeah. Okay, maybe the Panthers. They, they are the only winless team. But Patriots, quarterback play is not good. That defense isn't very good anymore. I I would not be shocked if this is Bills last year. Yeah, Teddy Bruschi even kind of said it. Uh, I think I think he said it today that he thinks he's probably done. Who knows? He, he might even hang it up mid season. I mean, they got Gerard Mayo. That's probably gonna he could be their next coach. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Their offense is putrid. Uh, Mac Jones taking a safety instead of just throwing yep. it up for grabs at the end when they were losing. Mm-hmm. Um, just give some. Just just launch it. If it gets picked yep. off, who cares? You lose anyway. You may, and it might get a defense pass interference. You might get that guy. Might go. I mean, Devontae Parker's a pretty good jump ball guy. He had a bad drop on that. Final he did. Play. That was a good um, ball by Mac. Yeah, we'll give him that. Um, one, one of the few. But yeah, they're yeah. they're they're one of the worst teams in the mm-hmm. NFL. I agree. You hate to see it. You just hate to see it. Tennessee Titans. Um, they are worst case scenario. They're bad and they're also boring. Because uh, there there's some teams that are bad, but they're entertaining. Um, Titans are terrible. They don't score touchdowns. They have a quarterback issue there. Tannehill's not. He's banged up now. And, and he's banged up. Malik Willis looked terrible. Uh, give Will Levis a shot. Might he as well. Lose at this point. Um, sitting there at, uh, I think they're two and four, right? Sounds um, right. Two and four, two games behind Jacksonville. They're still a decent defensive team. Derrick Henry's not what he once was, which there's a lot of miles on him. Uh, but yeah, Tan- T- Tannehill's done, in my opinion. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. They might as well see. I mean, they got two young guys behind them. Might as well see what one of them can do. Yeah, at least. Uh, my last loser, I will take one of the big two, and I will take. Uh, I'll take the Eagles instead of the other one, just because I think that was the more shocking upset of the two. And like you said, Jalen Hurts um, 
guy that can do no wrong for so long, it seems like by the media, didn't have his best game yesterday, yeah. and they probably should have won that thing. But uh, they get a bounce-back opportunity against a really good Dolphin team at home in uh, Sunday night football this week. So we'll see what happens. I absolutely hate that they're coming in off a loss. I was hoping yeah. they won. Of course, I was hoping they beat the Jets, but uh, I, don't, sure. I don't want them coming in off a loss. So that's sure. not fun. Um, my last loser was was going to be the undefeated teams, uh, so I'll, ju- I'll just take the Niners. Yeah. Um, Purdy looked bad. I know the conditions weren't great, and he didn't have uh, guys to throw the ball to, but he was bad. But at the same time, he put them in a position to go down there and win the football game too um, after all of that. Uh, but they just they couldn't get it done. Um, it sounds like were- Bosa might have got the Browns fired up in pregame warm-ups by saying some stuff he shouldn't have been saying. Hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, I when when I, when I saw that kind of brawl, I'm like, why would you do that against the top yeah. team in football? Um, it's just going to fire him up. And then they're all, and then Trent Williams comes in and everyone clears out because everyone's scared of Trent Williams. Oh, yeah. Was, he got banged up yesterday. Going. Yeah. I don't know the severity of his injury, but that did not look good. He's, uh, he is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Oh, he he is he's ridiculous. He's so valuable to any team. I mean, changer. oh, he yeah. is a game changer. And that's about yeah. the only offensive lineman you can say about that. Around the league, yeah. his pulling ability is stupid. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the Niners are my last loser. Yep. Yep. This um, I thought was the most interesting pick'em week yet. Yeah, yeah. This was hard to put points on, in my it, opinion. It, it was really difficult. Um, yeah, I, I had no idea what to do as far as uh, points for sure this week. Like I knew my because uh, there's only thirteen points mm-hmm. this week i knew my 13 pointer right away after that i was like uh i don't feel confident i'm putting 12 on any of these games yeah. um i did beat you this past week thanks to the uh, detroit lions going into tampa bay that was literally the difference yep um we both have one pointer so now you took dallas for one i took chargers for one so uh hope I it's a good game uh but i think we're about even for the season aren't we yeah yeah three and three something yep. like that Yep. Uh, Thursday night, a decent one here. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, we'll see if Trevor Lawrence can go. He's got a knee sprain. If not, C.J. Beathard is the backup for Jacksonville. Uh, I picked the Jaguars hoping that Lawrence can go, and I picked the Jags for six. Yeah, I picked the Jags for seven. I think they're quite a bit better, and they're quietly turned into one of the best teams in the AFC. My AFC um, champs. Yeah, they're they're turning it on in a bad, <laughs> in, in a bad division. But, yes. Uh, I mean, you got to play who you are. I can't believe the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since 2013, 2014, something like that. Have they even beat Jacksonville since then? Yeah, they have. Not not down there. There. Uh, (laughs) Two, like third string or backup quarterbacks here in the Vegas Raiders in the Chicago Bears. Yes, uh, this is going to be ugly. Um, I was surprised when Ian Rappaport said if Jimmy Garoppolo can't go, which it looks like he probably won't, that Aiden O'Connell would get started because Aiden was the – Aiden was the uh, emergency quarterback yesterday, so I guess Warriors is their official backup all the time. I don't know. Uh, But uh, the Bears, Justin Fields, hurt thumb, doubtful probably this week, so I forget the undrafted rookie's name. Tyson Badgett? Yeah, from Shepard College or something like that. Um, Give me the Raiders for seven. I have the Raiders for eight, so we're pretty close so far. Uh, Even with O'Connell or with Brian Hoyer, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't have any issue with them. The Bears are bad and they're boring. Yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of like the Titans. They are significantly more interesting when Fields is in there, but if yes. he's not in there, they are definitely bad and boring. Yes. 
Um, Cleveland Browns at the Indianapolis Colts. This is a toss-up game, I think. Um, I think Colts will be fared a little bit because they're the home team, but yeah. they did not look good against Jacksonville yesterday. Gardner Minshew did not look good. Uh, Anthony Richardson might be out for the season, it sounds like. Uh, I like what the Browns did yesterday. I think that momentum carries over. I'm thinking the Browns for one. Is uh, Deshaun Watson playing? I have not heard of anything about him. Uh, I, I have the Browns for four. Um could absolutely see the Colts winning this one, though. It yeah. is pretty much a coin flip. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo Bills at the New England Patriots. This is my 13-pointer. I'm taking the yeah. Bills for 13, even though they didn't look so hot last night. But I, like I said, I looked yeah. atrocious last night. And honestly, they should have lost that game. Um, well, the Giants can't score a touchdown. They're the Iowa Hawkeyes of the NFL. <laughs> Ty- Tyrod Taylor switching the play to a run play when they were out of timeouts at the end of the first half. Um, and then uh, Brian Dable just screaming bloody murder at him and then they were hurt by a non-hold call um in the end zone uh with zero seconds left uh but i i the bills are quite a bit better uh than the new england patriots give me the bills for 13 as well i got an interesting stat here you're talking about how the giants can't score touchdowns um so nate tice on twitter said uh, if you feel like nfl offenses are having issues in the red zone so far in 2023 you're not wrong Offenses are currently scoring touchdowns on 53.3% of the red zone opportunities, which is the lowest rate through six weeks since 2011. Then in parentheses, he put, however, the Dolphins' current red zone touchdown rate of 80.8% would be the highest by a team since 2000. Um, so I had to throw the Dolphins. Nobody's figured out the Dolphins' red zone packages, but they're figuring out everybody else's, it sounds like. The uh, Giants have scored six touchdowns this year. Nope. Uh, which the Giants as a team would be tied for third on the Dolphins team as a whole. Uh, Tyreek has six, Devon Achan has seven, and Raheem Mostert with 11 touchdowns all year. Mostert, Purdue boy, I have to throw him in there, Mm -hmm. has more touchdowns than the Bengals, Saints, Falcons, Raiders, Bucks, Jets, Titans, Patriots, Browns, Steelers, and Giants. I I hope he can stay healthy. Me too. Um, That's always why I'm scared for him. Um, I've, I've really enjoyed him. Yeah, no, he's he works hard. He's a nice guy. I'm I'm happy to see all the success he's having. Yeah. Uh, Washington Commanders at the New York Giants. Yeah. Speaking of the Giants, uh, I'm taking the Commanders for eight. Um, Washington's one of those teams they can win and then they can lose. Down, up and down, um, up and down. I think that if Daniel Jones, which I honestly, Tyrod Taylor is just as good, if not a little better, than Daniel Jones. Um, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm I'm taking the Giants for two. Uh, maybe it's a home game sort of deal. But uh, Giants for two. Uh, Atlanta Falcons at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't know why I keep doing this. They keep burning me, but I'm taking the Buccaneers for two. I'm taking the Bucs for nine. All right. Um, at home, Baker was bad yesterday. He was not good. Um, I think the Falcons are bad, too, especially at quarterback. They have a really good running game, obviously. But, uh, give me, yeah, give me Tampa for nine. Uh, Detroit Lions at the Baltimore Ravens. I like the Lions on the road for five. Yeah, interesting. I don't know why I keep doing this because uh, they keep burning me. But uh, give me Baltimore for four. Um, I if if it's if it's nasty there. I mean, you have a yeah. dumb team. It's true. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Baltimore has been thoroughly unimpressive, though. I will say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baltimore for four. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at the L.A. Rams. I'm taking the Rams for ten. I have the Rams for 12, struggled there early mm-hmm. uh, against the Cardinals, but then 
annihilated him in the second Got half. Cooper Cup going and yeah, yep. get getting him back, add him him to Puka Nakua and Ky- Kyron Williams has been fantastic. They got a fun offense to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, and of course Aaron Donald does Aaron Donald things, yep. but uh I, I just I think Pittsburgh's bad. So uh Arizona Cardinals at the Seattle Seahawks. I got the Seahawks for eleven. I have the Seahawks for eleven as well. The Cardinals will do what they always do. They'll hang there for three quarters, yeah. if not halfway through the fourth, and then get beat by ten or more points. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> it's been a pretty impressive job by Jonathan Gannon, especially yeah. after all the stuff. Yep, um, all the embarrassing videos of mm-hmm. stuff he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he thought he was kind of a lame duck year one. He's he's mm-hmm. held the team together quite mm-hmm. a bit. Uh, Green Bay Packers at the Denver Broncos. This will be a winning game. Uh, Broncos looked awful Thursday night. Offense looked awful. Defense gave them a chance for once. Uh, Packers had a bye week. So, you know, tough telling. Uh, but I'm taking Packers for three. I'm taking the Packers for three as well. I've uh, I've, se- I've seen enough of Denver to stop picking up <laughs> because I keep picking them at home against these bad They haven't won a home game. This- Maybe this is the one that finally gets them as we're Maybe. both not picking them for about the first time at home. Maybe. Uh, give me the package for three. Uh, the L.A. Chargers at the Kansas City Taylor Swifts. Uh, taking the Chiefs for 12. I have the Chiefs for 10. Um, Chiefs were, I mean, Bronco defense played pretty well. Um, Chiefs offense has not looked nearly as good as it has in year past. It's kind of, I know uh, Rice is starting to get going, the young wide receiver for them. It's kind of Kelsey and nobody else. Yeah, and Kelsey's getting older. Um, he it's like the lowest um, yards per catch he's had in his career so far. He he was good the other night, um, but oh, yeah, he kills. He's the ultimate Bronco killer. Yeah. Their their wide receiving room receiver room is pretty bad. They um, need to go get one if they can. They have to go get yeah. one. Um, but yeah, get yeah, give me the Chiefs for ten. Um, Sunday night, a really good one here. Uh, Miami Dolphins at the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, real good matchup. I'm, I'm glad we're getting a big-time matchup on Sunday night. feels like it's been a little while. Um, just because they're the home team, give me the Eagles for four. I have the Eagles for one. Um, yeah, coming off a loss, I hate that. Absolutely hate that. They, they've been pretty unimpressive. Maybe their loss got their wake-up call. Um, Dolphins... Uh, Came out sluggish against a bad team the other day, yesterday. And down 14 uh, nothing. I was surprised by that. But down 14 nothing, and I was I was mad. Uh, but so I, was Frank Fleming, if you didn't see he's that. An idiot. <laughs> um, I knew the game was probably not in doubt even when they were down 14. They ended up outscoring them 42 to 7 the rest of the way. Um Tyreek has over 800 yards receiving already. Moster 11 touchdowns. Uh, Two has been sacked, I think, just five or six times so far. Much different test. Um, raucous environment. One of the toughest places uh, environment-wise in the NFL. That's why I'm taking the Eagles for one. Um, hopefully a close matchup because the five teams the Dolphins have beat are a combined 5-22. and 22, uh, And they got obviously whooped by the Buffalo Bills, which Josh Allen's a good quarterback. Um, he, throw, he turns the ball over a lot against every other team but the Miami Dolphins he just he destroys them which is frustrating uh this is the first time Dolphins will be facing Jalen Hurts I think ever so a lot of Alabama connections here Devontae mm-hmm. uh, Smith and Jalen Waddle Tua Hurts um should be a good matchup hope they don't get blown out uh low expectations for this one but uh it's nice they're five and one heading in give them a little little cushion uh San Francisco 49ers at the Minnesota Vikings yeah Niners probably going in a little banged up, but I still think they're the better team. Niners for nine. I have the Niners for six. Um, 
Yeah, I think Niners bounce back. I assume McCaffrey and Debo will be good to go. Uh, give, I mean, they get an extra day to kind of recuperate. But uh, mm. bye weeks this week, Cincinnati Bengals, Dallas Cowboys, Titans, Jets, Panthers, Houston Texans. Yeah, I am a Aaron Rodgers two completions away from being undefeated in fantasy football. Do you, <laughs> All I need him to do is two completions. Do you, do you want a trophy? Uh, I for, uh, hey, usually I'm like really struggling at this point. So my team was miserably bad this week. <laughs> Um, and I've, I faced a guy whose team put up 128 points, which is not very good. And I'm still going to lose unless, um, Keenan Allen goes off for like 40 points tonight. But, uh, yeah, we're all kind of clustered there together. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Well, uh, before we get into college football, College Hoops came out with the uh, top 25 uh, preseason poll. Three Big Ten teams are in it. Produced third. Michigan State is what? Do you remember? Fourth. Michigan State's fourth? Fourth. You're joking. No, they're fourth. It's, it, it, <laughs> no, these, these, these AP polls and the coaches polls, so much of them are based on what you did in March. Because Michigan State lost 15 games but made a run to the Sweet 16 or whatever it was, and darn near to Elite Eight. And that's, yeah. They, and they return everybody. So. And they brought in, um, yeah. what's his name? Um, uh, Booker. Booker. Xavier Booker, Xavier who might Booker. not even play that much for him this year. Um, and then Illinois' 25th. Yes. Um, which those are the top three teams in Ken Palm as well. So that yep. makes sense. But uh, we'll which get Purdue that. was number one in Ken Palm. So, so. That, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Um, and they were number two in the coaches poll. The coaches poll came out today too. So. Yeah. We'll get our big yep. 10 uh, preview here. Two weeks, I think it's oh, coming up. Yeah. yeah the um, uh, wins Purdue's like first exhibition. So it gets, yeah, well, they have a charity exhibition next Saturday at Arkansas. Okay. On SEC Plus, but their first like exhibition at home is against Grace College this year. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. No kidding. Home of uh, the J Man <laughs> for a year. <laughs> uh, Illinois plays Ottawa College on Friday. So it's it's reached the time of the year where I'm going to be paying 10 bucks a month for that stupid BTN Plus. That's oh, the worst. It's the um, worst. And then they also have a charity at home against Kansas. Um, Number one team in the country next Saturday as well, and it is a sellout because Bill Self's yep. long-awaited return. Oh, I didn't even put that um, together. Wow! And Hunter Dickinson's never beaten Illinois, so um, oh, yeah. maybe he'll knock him off in a in a, in a charity exhibition. Yeah, it's crazy. These charity exhibitions, all of a sudden, the life that yeah. coming to these. Obviously. Yeah, this this thing sold out in like ten minutes. It was I believe crazy. it, and it's on Big Ten Network too, so that helps. But. Uh, yeah, that we'll we'll get college hoops. Obviously, I I'm not. We're, neither of us are going to be into college. I I will be into college hoops once it starts. But uh, yeah, yeah. Right now, it's it's hard to even wrap my brain around Illinois playing on Friday. So yeah, yeah. But uh, Big Ten, um, yeah, a lot of blowouts this week. Yeah, um, couple good games. Rutgers coming back from twenty-four to six down. Yeah, I thought Michigan State under. might have found something with a new quarterback, yeah. and then Rutgers. I didn't watch any of them, but I was watching the score, and and then Rutgers came back and got them, and now they're five and two with a chance to become bowl eligible with yeah. a win in Bloomington this week. So good for Greg yeah. Schiano there, because and they need this one because their schedule gets very hard. Yeah. After yeah. the Indiana game, they they finish uh, the last few weeks very hard, but. Uh, but yeah, Ohio State obliterated Purdue. Uh, Purdue was never really in it, um, which is disappointing. I thought Purdue could at least be competitive, but no. 
Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. might be the best wide receiver I've ever seen in Ross State Stadium. He didn't have an unbelievable day. I mean, he had two two touchdowns and 100 yards. But just the way he runs routes and how he catches everything in his vicinity yeah. is pretty impressive. Much much like his dad. Pretty impressive. Um, he's um, much bigger than his dad, though. He is, but he runs like a deer. Yeah. Um, but And that was Ohio State without their starting running back and number two wide receiver. Yeah, um, Luka didn't play. But uh, it didn't matter. I mean, their defense is really good. Their offense still isn't that impressive to me. I still don't think McCord's an nah. amazing quarterback. But, hey, got a lot of talent around you. And we'll, we'll see what he does this weekend against Penn State, who they killed UMass. Uh, Iowa-Wisconsin was probably the best game or the closest game. That was a low-scoring game. But The best game uh, was honestly probably Illinois at Maryland. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yes, yes. You're right, you're but, right. But, uh, yeah, I, I was switching back and forth between the Iowa, Wisconsin, and Oregon, um, Washington, Washington game, and it, it looked like they were playing two different sports. Oh yeah, and, um, and those two teams are coming into the conference next year. Yeah, uh, Wisconsin loses Tanner Mordecai; he broke his hand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he might be out for the season, so I think I don't know if Iowa's going to lose another game. I was going to say I, I think Iowa might have locked this stuff up with how bad yeah. eighteen points a game offensively, second worst in the Big Ten. Uh, but man, that defense is ridiculous. It's nasty. That they make teams, they 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 play such good complimentary football. Yep. To uh, it yep. will be interesting. Ference is not going to hit that twenty-five point. No, if they go eleven and one. You're not. They're not firing them. You're going to have a hard time yeah. having him fired. Although yeah. he probably should be fired. Um, but could you imagine if they made the Big Ten championship somehow beat Penn State, Michigan, or Ohio State, and made a playoff? They'd be in the playoff. Yeah, they'd be the worst. Playoff team by far. Maybe worse than that Michigan State team that got in years yeah, ago. And they got destroyed. Uh huh. Or or that Washington team with Jake Browning. Yep. Um. <clears throat> yep. But, yep. But uh, yeah. yeah, that that happened. Illinois with good road win over Maryland. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just. I was just surprised. Me. You know. I know Maryland was coming off a loss against Ohio State, but Illinois just hadn't been looking good. So I thought yeah. they were kind of dead in the water, and then they that's, pulled that out. That's the kind of team I think a lot of Illinois fans thought they were going to see. Um, ran, ran the ball well, didn't hurt themselves with penalties like they had been, didn't turn the ball. They turned it over once, uh, but they didn't turn the ball over, didn't do anything stupid, no stupid play calls, and they went in there and won. They found a way yep. to get it done, yep. uh, which that significantly increases their bowl chances. Uh, yep. three, three wins, you get IU and Northwestern at home. You assume you're going to win those. Then you got to win, find one against Minnesota. Bad. It's mm-hmm. on the road, though. Wisconsin, without their starting quarterback at home, maybe. Uh, which is pretty much a pick game now. I think Wisconsin was a one-point favorite. Mm-hmm. So Iowa can't score, but you're probably not going to score against them. So um, Yeah, that's a they, good point. They, they have a chance to get to six. Yeah, good point. Good point. Uh, so. Around the nation, some headlines. Uh, Colorado absolutely imploded on themselves Friday night. 29-point lead. I, I stopped watching after the first quarter because I'm like, Stanford is horrendous. Colorado's going to win by 80. And when I woke up the next morning to our group message, I was never so excited to get on Twitter in my life because there was a few accounts. I had to go back and look at their tweets in order because I saw this one guy that worked for a Denver radio station saying, I started here. I started the game. Oh, this might be the easiest win Colorado's had since they joined the Pac-12. Oh, it's fun to be on this side of this type of game. Uh-huh. And then it was funny to start reading the tweets, start to get, uh-oh, start to get worried. And then he's like, I can't sleep after the loss and everything. And, oh, it was just <laughs> tremendous. How do you sleep after a loss like that? Oh, that was awful. And, and their schedule's not easy remaining. Yeah. They might have a tough time making a bowl. 
their schedule is brutal. I'm bringing it up right now. Um, yeah, they have four wins. They really needed that one to really solidify their chance to make a bowl. Uh, but they have, let's see if I can find it here. They have at UCLA uh, in two weeks, uh, number 15, Oregon State at home, Arizona at home, who's playing decent football, at Washington State, at Utah. <laughs> I don't think they do it. No, no. Yeah, it's um, too bad. Notre Dame annihilated USC. Yes, pretty, they did. Pretty embarrassing performance by Caleb Williams. Yes, starting it was. The game off by throwing in an interception. Mm-hmm. Uh, Look like Caleb Turbush against Notre Dame a few years ago. Sure did. (laughs) Uh, Good win for Notre Dame. Very surprising how they did it. Were you bothered by the fact they rushed the field even though they were favorites? That is kind of annoying. Against a team that hasn't won at Notre Dame since 2011. Yeah. So it wasn't like, uh, so I mean, I guess I'm old man yelling at Klaus because it's college students, let them do what they want. But I remember when Notre Dame used to never rush field against anybody. Yeah. But times have changed. Times have changed. Uh, elsewhere around the country, uh, Louisville, who was undefeated and up the 14th, they did a Jeff Brom special after you upset somebody on prime type TV or upset somebody, period. You lay a stinker, but also it was in bad weather. Jeff Brom teams, for whatever reason, don't win in the rain or the snow. And, uh, yeah, Pittsburgh won by double digits there. Well, one-win Pittsburgh team. I was say, that's a bad Pittsburgh yeah, team. Yeah, because, I mean, things were setting up for Louisville to walk into the ACC championship. Maybe not so much now. Um, I can't think of what else happened around the country. Uh, I think Texas was off, weren't they? Yeah, Alabama scared, scraped by against Arkansas. Yeah, they're not. Th- this is not typical Alabama team. Tennessee beat A and M. I think A and M starting to maybe get that buyout money ready. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a Which lot is Texas money. oil money, so that's nothing. I mean, they got such a rich booster down there, but yeah, um, I don't know. North Carolina waxed uh, my canes. Yep. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah. We got our covered. Yep. Uh, you did beat me a big 10 pick them uh, this past week. Uh, we, I picked Purdue correctly for the first time. That was the Wisconsin Iowa game. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we both had Maryland for three and then I had two on Wisconsin. You had one on. Iowa, yep. So yeah. Yep. One. Uh, game of the week. Uh, that's where game day is. It's the big nooner on Fox Penn state at Ohio state. Can't believe game day is going there because Big 10 games are on ESPN, um, and it's a noon game, but I am taking Penn State for one. You got to keep that. Uh, I got to keep it going. Uh, I'm taking Ohio State for two. I assume McBuco will be back. I don't know about the running back trade. I think they'll both be back because he was quite – I was surprised. Uh, well, of course, I was surprised when Buka didn't make the trip because there was no um, even like reports about him all week, but Henderson was, I thought, going to play until Saturday morning. So Yeah. Um, Rutgers at Indiana. Indiana has the worst scoring offense in the it's Big awful. 17 points a game. Um, uh, they, they they need to they need to get some buyout money ready there too. Twenty million. Um, give me Rutgers for three. I have Rutgers for three as well. Why would you give Tom Allen such a huge buyout? That makes no sense. They did it after twenty twenty. They were legitimately scared he was going to leave for an SEC. Yes, school, they yes they were. Which I I think. Uh, Looking back, which at the time we, we were all like, why would they be worried about Tom Allen? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, now it ends up being we were right and they were wrong. Uh, Wisconsin at Illinois without Tanner Mordecai. 
Uh, I could see this game going each way, either way, but I'm taking the Badgers for two. I have Wisconsin for one. Um, yeah, Illinois was down to their very talented uh, running back. I watched the majority of that game. They were without their top two running backs, McCray and Love. Uh, Caden F- Fagan, who's a four-star true freshman, he's going to be one of Bielema's typical guys, 6'3", 250 pounds, big bruiser, had a good game. Um yeah, I, it should be a pretty good game. If, if Illinois wants to make a bowl, they, it feels like they kind of need this one. Mm. Uh, but Wisconsin for one. Minnesota at Iowa. Uh, Floyd and Rosedale, I believe, is what they play for, the pig trophy. Uh, give me the Hawkeyes for four. I have Iowa for four as well. Northwestern at Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska coming off a bye. Give me the Cornhuskers for five. I have Nebraska for five as well. Michigan at Michigan State. Yeah, play for the little Paul Bunyan trophy or whatever. This is game is the uh, – NBC primetime game just because of Michigan, not because of Michigan State. Give me uh, Michigan for six. I have Michigan for six as well. I think this week will rest on the winner of Penn State, Ohio State, to see who wins pick. Yep. Yep. Which is fair. It's the best game on the board. So, uh, top 25 matchups. It's a pretty we... bad week for yes, top 25. Uh, number 17, Tennessee at number 11, Alabama. Yeah, give me Alabama at home. They're going to be ticked off from yeah. last year. Yeah. Give me Alabama at home. Um, Man, this is a real bad week. It's a bad week. Uh, number 16, Duke at number four, Florida State. Give me Florida State. Duke looked good against NC State, but give me Florida State at home. Florida State's 14-point favorites, and I think they cover. Number 14, Utah at number 18, USC. Oh, I want to take Utah, but I think USC bounces back. Yeah, I agree. Uh, give me USC. Um, they are seven point favorites. Um, that's gonna do it for top twenty five. Yeah, it's a bad, bad week, bad, bad week. But uh, well, it gives me time to go over the birdie or bogey question once again. The history of the NFL: Who has the most three interception games? Who has thrown the most three interception games? I should say. The only guy I can think of is Brett Favre, and that's the guy I'm gonna choose. You were going with Brett Favre, huh? Well, my friend, Brett Favre has thrown thirty nine. Regular season games with three or more interceptions, second all time. Two. George Blanda threw 40. <laughs> son of a gun. Oh, you jerk. Uh, Namath was fourth at, with 32. Some guy with the last name Sneed was third with 33. Now, all the other guys, it's all the old timers. Like way back in the day when they, they didn't even throw the ball that much. Better but, brush uh, up on your, tri- on your cricket trivia for next week. <laughs> hey, I'm four down. I needed something in my back pocket. Thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man Show. We'll be back at it next Monday with another episode. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Get some $2 sportsbook wings from Public House tonight.